caring for children has always been one of the deepest and most satisfying things a human being can do. The world is changing and there's never been a more important time for childcare business owners to start marketing their businesses. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about everything that can help you grow your childcare business and stand out in a crowded market. Welcome to the Childcare Business Growth Podcast. Hey everyone, it's Nick here from Childcare Business Growth. I hope you guys are having another super awesome day. So today I am super excited to have Asia Rivers on with me. Now, not only is Asia one of our member success coaches inside the Childcare Business Growth community, but Asia is an expert around business and personal credit, okay? So the reason why I want to particularly get Asia on right now, from the conversations that we have been having, you know, not only is there... Um, you know, this is the time to be focused on rebuilding our business credit, but also there's a huge opportunity right now to be able to capitalize on, you know, unfortunately, what we would say other people's, you know, missed opportunities, because let's face it, we're in a post-pandemic world or going into that post-pandemic phase, things are starting to come back to a little bit more like normal. And, you know, the reality is that there are a lot of businesses right now that have not survived this pandemic. And what we are trying to do with this particular podcast is help you rebuild your credit, but also help you look at the positive factors and look at the opportunities that are available to you right now to be able to potentially grow your business by taking on more locations as well. Now, I'm not going to do it anywhere near enough justice, uh, Asia, to give an introduction. So do you want to just... First of all, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. I know you are extremely busy and I'm very grateful for you taking the time to be with us. But do you mind just giving everyone a quick overview to you and a bit about your background, just so everyone has an idea exactly what your expertise are? Gotcha. So, well, thank you for welcoming me to um, speak on the Chapter Business Growth Live show. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, so I'm Asia Rivers. I am the owner, um, CEO of Seal the Deal Credit Consultants, but also Talk Chapter to Me, which is a multi-site uh, chapter um, uh, a center here in Louisville, Kentucky. So um, I'm very excited to be on. So give me just a second. But um um, so I have two two centers, um, but I also work with multiple people uh, rebuilding their personal credit, but also the business credit. That is my primary goal is to make sure that people understand how to build, utilize and protect their business credit, regardless if you're a startup, regardless if you're going to expand your operations or even shut down your operations. It's a very important factor when transitioning through each one of these pillars. Okay. Now, it's an important phase because I know that at the start of the pandemic, obviously, there's a lot of clients we work with around the world on their childcare businesses, and everyone was panicking, you know? There was one particular client, I'll never forget this, but there was a client that literally had no access to funding, cash flow totally dried up, and let's face this, without cash flow in your business, without that, you know, um, focusing on the financial aspect of any business, you know, the chances are that potentially we could lose this amazing business that we have because... Either our credit's not right, we're not managing our cash flow collect, uh, correctly, and we're not making the most of the opportunities as well. And you and I have obviously had numerous conversations now around, um, you know, some of the businesses that are maybe not survived this time, but also those other businesses that are growing during this time. You know, so what we're going to do today, I think the best thing if we can is to make sure we add lots and lots of value to our audience that are listening 
is talking about what factors can people do to help rebuild their credit in a, dare I say it, post-pandemic world. So, Adrian, what tips have you got that we can give out to everyone that will help everyone, regardless of whether they're new, whether it's any well-established business? What tips can we give them to help rebuild their business credit? The first thing that I would advise for anyone to do is automatically um, have a, rela a working relationship with your CPA and accountant. Find you someone that is certified um, because, again, they have passed all of these tests and the quizzes and they know the ins and outs of the, the number side of things. Um, they know about the profit and loss, the balance sheet. They know about the different tax breaks because there's a lot of tax breaks that are coming out. So most definitely um, have a relationship where you can call up your CPA and say, hey, is this a good investment? Should I you know, keep on going with my business or should I close it down? These are going to be some crucial um, conversations with your CPA that they're, on, they're the, the only one that can actually give you that answer because they know Know where your your assets and your liabilities are. Um, it's not your your friend. They 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 really have to have a well overall understanding of how your business operates. So make sure that whoever you choose as your CPA has a a, a sound understanding of how the chapter business works. Because we have highs, we have lows, and this has been like one of the longest lows ever. So just make sure that you have a a great standing relationship with the CPA. Now that's a good point. So let's let's just make sure everyone understands. Just give me the the breakdown of a CPA. Give me the rather than the acronym. What what is that stand for? Because there might be some businesses listening that don't understand what a CPA is. So that is your certified public accountant. Um, your okay. a certified public accountant just isn't any accountant. That isn't someone that's fresh out of school. That is someone who's got skin in the game. They're reputable. They're credible. They have a firm that's behind them that you they ha actually have a long list of clients that you could go to and say, hey, this person knows exactly what they're doing. So that is the difference between having a CPA versus an accountant. If you're an if you have an accountant, it's okay. But know that in this season, you're gonna have to step up, step your game up. You're gonna have to step your game up and you're going to have to work with certified professional professionals to get through this the rest of COVID because the one thing about COVID we did not know how long it was going to last so just make sure you have a certified public accountant on your team and ready to go yeah and let, let's face this there's I'm sure you've had conversations with maybe business owners right now that don't have those in place sometimes okay I know I, I certainly have so that's definitely a big factor we need to encourage people to do. Um, what What's some of the, before we go into tip number two, if you don't mind me going off slightly, but have you spoke to many businesses that have struggled during the pandemic because they don't have something like this in place? Unfortunately, I've talked to hundreds of business owners throughout this time that do not have a CPA on their team. Um, they have struggled um, either right before COVID or they were struggling prior to COVID anyway. Um, it's just a good idea to make sure you have a CPA because again, they are going, that it's going to determine whether you're going to be a failure or a success in business. They can give you that, that honest conversation and say, hey, this is what your bottom line really looks like. This is what your balance sheet statement looks like. What's the purpose of this balance sheet statement? Ask questions, get in the habit of learning to ask questions because again it's going to be like a tug of war but that is the one person that you should be able to to count on to tell you whether or not hey 
you got a fighting chance or hey, you might have to shut it down and reconfigure and rework your way back into the business another route. Um, so again, um, CPA is going to be very crucial. Yeah, it's a big, big thing as well that, um, you know, I speak to a lot of business owners as well that don't pay themselves. You know, mm. it, you know, this was us, you know, six years ago, we were taking hardly anything from our childcare business because we're always thinking, oh, no, we've got to, you know, reinvest, reinvest. But, you know, I speak to so many business owners on a daily basis when you ask them, what are you taking from the business? Oh, I'm just taking a bare minimum wage or I'm, I'm not taking anything. And when you ask them, you say, why? Well, because I'm just, I don't have the money. I don't have the finances. And this is basically because a lot of the time, with the greatest respect to the sector, you know, think about this, any business, there are five key areas to run in any business. There's marketing, sales, operations, delivery, and finance. You know, let's face it, most of us have gone into the childcare sector because we love what we do. In other words, we love providing the high quality care. We love looking after the children. So it's the operations and delivery that we're really good at. But often it's the marketing, sales, and the finance section that gets left behind. So your point there around, you know, whether we should be thinking about shutting it down, because let's face it, speak to so many owners that work crazy hours and don't pay themselves enough or don't pay themselves at all. And it gets to that point where they think to themselves, well, is it worth carrying on? Now, on the positive side here, there's obviously huge opportunities for people. And that's why we want to do this episode, because there is, even though it's been a really, really tough time, there's lots of finance out there right now. There's lots of opportunities for growth. So as a second tip for business owners right now, or someone starting out, what's the next big tip you would give them to help get or build their business credit back up? Gotcha. Focus on your personal credit. I know a lot of business owners who think that, okay, we can skip the step of building and protecting our personal credit that we can go ahead and just build automatically into our business credit. You cannot. You can do it on the first round of business credit in which business credit works in a, a three-tier model. So you've got tier one, two, and three. And in order to get through uh, step two, you have to have per sound and pristine personal credit. Um, I know that it may sound crazy, but again, whenever a lender goes to look look at your business credit they also verify the identity of the business owner but they also make sure that you are able to pay back your financial responsibilities as well so if the business owner cannot commit to paying back their own personal responsibilities how can you speak for a business to say hey we're going to pay back this obligation of this debt that we're, we're going to owe you or we're going to assume it's not it's just again it, it doesn't make sense so therefore if you're thinking about opening a business, if you're thinking about growing your business, if you're thinking about ex, uh, expanding to, you know, a new sector or a new market of, you know, because there's a lot of opportunities for childcare that is arising okay. right now. But if you're thinking about it, make sure to go back and check on your personal credit. Throughout the pandemic, we've seen a increase in fraud. So that's going on. Some people have they, their personal credit has been atta attacked by fraud, people fraud, um, their with their duplicating credit cards, uh, using in people's information to apply for PPP loans. It is overwhelming, so overwhelming that the SBA has a its own special unit called Fraud, Waste, and Abuse to attack the, the fraud that is going on. Uh, another thing about personal credit, um, the 
uh, federal government, you know, they had put in a bunch of uh, legislative uh, regulations and rules to say, hey, um, student loans can't charge interest. There's some student loans that's putting on interest onto people's credit. They're not supposed to. And what does that do? That that drives up your debt to income ratio. So again, you want to make sure to check your personal credit often. Make sure that what is actually there is you, it belongs to you and it is accurate. Doing so is going to just set you up for success later on down the line with business credit. Bridging the gap into business credit is going to be crucial. Whenever you get ready to bridge the gap between personal and business credit, whoever is your lender, and right now the SBA is huge. And those, and those of you that do not know what the SBA is, it's the Small Business Administration. Any business that makes less than $35.5 million per year, and that's a lot of us that falls up underneath that, you are considered a small business. If you have less than 1,500 employees, you're considered a small business. So right. there's a lot of us that meet that criteria. So with bridging that, uh, going back to bridging the um, personal and business credit, business credit, when you get to business credit, whenever you apply for these SBA loans, anything over $200,000, they're going to A, verify your, uh, your, your identity, but then also business credit wise, they're going to attach it to your business as well. They're going to pull what's known as Dun & Bradstreet, which is pretty much the center of the holder of all your business credit information. Um, I don't care what type of business you're in, your industry, the name of your business, there's some tad bit of information that's stored in Dun & Bradstreet. So I could talk on and on, Nick, but I want you have to show that. But I could go really into detail more about business, business credit piece of that. But the main point was, again, make sure that your personal credit is, is accurate. And, and how often, now, how often would you recommend people you know, put this in place, because let's face this, this is one of these things that we should be doing on a regular basis. So, you know, I would, be, I would make a suggestion around scheduling this. How often would you recommend someone goes in to keep a check on this type of thing? You know, checking their credit score, keeping an eye on their personal finances. How often, what, what's your recommendation on that, Asia? If you're not going to have any monitoring set in place, I will most definitely make sure that I have at least thir every 30 days to do a check-in on Experian, Equifax, TransUnion across the board because yeah. they're three different bureaus. They have all three have three different information, uh, three different uh, routes of verifying their information that they have. Um, so again, just at a bare minimum every 30 days to check in. Yeah. Now, guys, some of you that might be watching from, you know, the UK or Australia, wherever you are in the world, just because Asia's making reference or Asia's from, you know, the US, this doesn't mean this is not relevant to you guys. It's exactly the same principle here, okay? Whichever way you look at this, all the points Asia's making is, sorry, it's, it's relevant to all of you, wherever you are around the world. These are factors that every single one of us should be considering. Now, what's your third one, Asia? Because obviously, let's face this, there are big opportunities right now. You know, unfortunately, out of any negative experience going on in the world, there are also lots of opportunities that come out too. And for us as a sector, even though it's been a tough 18 months, there are now some real big opportunities. There are some clients we work with right now that are growing by two, three, four locations. And they're just seizing those opportunities. You know, owners that are maybe fed up, coming to the end of retirement, that want to sell, um, just had enough, didn't want, you know, obviously didn't cope that well with the pandemic, et cetera. There are lots of opportunities out there. So what's your tip to help deal with that, to be able to make the most of this opportunity right now? 
jump and expand. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it just really, <laughs> I'm going to always say that. Um, but history shows us every time that we go through anything. Oh, you're back. We lost you then. Oh, I think um, we lost your, oh, your audio is back. There you go. You're back now. Okay, perfect. So um, history shows us anytime that we go through any kind of economic downfall, there's always a rise afterwards. You okay. see a lot of people, you know, become substantially wealthy. And the reason is because when people lose, lose their businesses or they're going through transition, whatever the story may be, you have new people come in take over and they seize the opportunity. So in my in, in, in my vocabulary, CEO stands for conquer every opportunity. And right now it is the time for opportunity for growth. Um, but however, you need to make sure that you go through those steps to make sure that your business is financially sound to go through an expansion. Because again, balance sheet, profit and loss statement, you're going to be speaking to your accountant the SBA or wherever you get to choose, um, whoever your lender is, they're going to be checking your personal credit. They're going to check your business credit. They're going to make sure that you don't have any pending judgments, collections, um, tax liens. And when I say the tax liens are rolling out left and right because the federal government is back open, everything's flowing. So there, there's a lot of businesses that are being smacked with citations or tax liens. So again, it is crucial that the business owner stays on top of that. Um, but again, you know, it is a prime, a prime time to be expanding if you can do so, even if it is just secure the property now so you can profit later. You can yep. lease the space out. You know, you could, you know, create another business in there or just sit on it, you know, for a later date because we never know what the market is going to do. And, and nine times out of ten is only going to increase. You're going to be able to get some, uh, be profitable off of that, just sitting on it. So, you know, you have some business owners that are choosing to do so at this time. And that's a good point, you know, because let, let's face this, there are, as Aja pointed out there, there are opportunities where maybe existing business owners are looking to sell right now because they've had enough, they've just retirement, whatever reason it is, or there are opportunities with maybe locations or buildings that are potentially coming up on the market. And that's a really good point that I think you've made is, you know, even if you're not ready right now, there's potential to maybe look at that for the future. Um, you know, if you can sit on that, let's hold that premises there. Let's get it secured while we've got this reduced rate as such. And obviously then there's going to be that potential for growth in the property value or maybe to open another location later on. Now, someone said this to me recently. It was a point that I, I think is really important to point out here. By no means are we obviously saying to everyone, go out and buy another opportunity because mm -hmm. I truly have this belief that if you're not do, you know, if you're not paying yourself a good wage from your business, um, if you're not in a situation where you're doing probably at least half of that, sorry, um, 500,000 a year in your business, don't take on another business right now because you're not ready for it, okay? Let's make sure that, as Asia's pointed out, A, you're financially sound, your business credit's in place, but then you're paying yourself what you're worth as well from your business because you know when it comes to those tough days, which you're going to have, they're going to come around, you need to make sure that you know exactly why you're doing this. What is that bigger picture? Um, so, Aja, is there any other tips we can give our listeners that you would say that they really need to pay attention to to help build their credit right now or to make the most of the opportunities available to them? Um, one thing I would say right at this moment is get you some educational reading material regarding how 
credit works. We are we are going through transition with all regulations at the federal, the state, county levels, and things are rapidly changing. So you want to make sure to have a a a grasp on what exactly are those people that are making these judgments, um, what they're. Oh, it's all you might. I think you're coming back now. Got me back. Be back. Gotcha. Yeah, you want to make sure what their mind frame is, how you can contribute to the conversation, but also how you can advocate as well, too. So just make sure that you have a a a found a found substantial grasp on what exactly the terminology that is being used. Because again, right now things are just changing. They're rapidly changing. Even here in um, Kentucky, we have had two sets of regulations delivered to us, and we were told to abide by them. All all less than within a week. One wow. set on Monday and another set on Friday. So how how overwhelming is that for a for a child care provider? Um, so again, you know, we were made to uh, make these huge changes in, in such a, a short time. Um, and again, if you're expanding, remember you have to abide by these new regulations that are that are set into play. So again, that ha that will affect your cash flow. That will affect you know what you're paying yourself as as an owner. Um, that's gonna go up and continue to go up and down. And again, remember business credit is is helps ease some of that cash flow. It helps slow down the rate of exchange from what's leaving your business bank account each and every month. So again, you know, take back control, get your CPA on board, get your um, personal credit report um, what, from whatever agency that holds that and get and get and become familiar with the business credit. So again, just get all the reading material that you can and, and learn and begin to understand it. Yeah. And I think that's really important as well. They were you touched on it briefly there around cash flow. Let's face this, cash flow is king at the end of the day. Without that, our business can literally plummet. You know, um, we speak to people all the time around issues around, um, you know, they didn't get maybe grant funding coming in on time and they were reliant on that one to pay the bills that they had going out. So, you know, from a cash flow point of view, I always say to people, some a very wise person said this to me a long time ago, you should always look to have at least um two months of cash reserves in the business minimum you know to pay all of your expenses out and some you know so you've got to start to think about that because i often have calls of business owners and they'll say to me i don't have the money to market my business right now well we need to start to look at our cash flow because with the greatest respect to every one of those business owners if you're not prepared to start to compete with those other childcare business out there that are marketing and putting money into their marketing it's only going to get worse for you guys you know, more and more people now, the bigger companies in particular that we're trying to almost fight against are, are out there right now putting huge budgets into marketing spend because they want to get more and more children into their facilities right now. And if you're in a location that's competing with someone like that, you're going to struggle if you don't have that cash in the business to be able to compete with those businesses. And it will just get worse. So make sure you have that cash flow in the business to be able to invest. So, Asia. I'm very grateful for you giving up your time. There's some very valuable tips there. Now, if people want to get more information from you, I've got a link where we're going to give, we've got a free checklist for people as well, haven't we, a free PDF? I'm going to give that one out, which I will post in the comments down below. But what other ways can business owners get in contact with you? How can they work with you if they're interested in finding out more? 
Gotcha. If you're interested in uh, finding out more, I'm always on Facebook, guys. <laughs> you can see me at Asia Rivers. Um, the, my name's up there, Asia Rivers. But however, my website is talkbizcredit.com, and that's www.talk, T-A-L-K, biz, B-I-Z, credit.com. And um, contact me there. Um, get a free, a, um, free consultation. Um, all of my products are listed on there, and it is the home of Business Credit Bootcamp. So again, you know, it's a very rigorous course, but you will get what you need from that course. Um, how to build, utilize, and protect your business credit, but also come out on top and make sure to see that you're seeing the bottom line in your in your wallet. And you, and you also work with people one-on-one, -on -one, don't you? That, you know, maybe that don't want to go through that course, they can work with you one-on-one -on -one and get that one-on-one -on -one support. Because I, I, I truly believe for us that bringing someone in-house to help manage with regards to finances has made a huge difference to us. You know, right behind me, there are two members of our team just literally there <laughs> that manage all the finances in the business. And it's crucial because it's not my strong point, but they give me the basics of everything I do need to know in the business on a day-to-day -day operation. So I think, you know, guys, make sure you reach out to Asia. Asia will make a huge difference on your business. She's helping hundreds of childcare businesses right now all across the US and Canada. So make sure you reach out. I've posted the link to get Asia's free PDF and go to that website. There's lots of information on there. Asia, just leaves me to say a massive thank you from me. I'm extremely grateful for you giving up your time. I know you've got a lot on with you consultancy and of course your child has sent us to um and guys make sure you reach out to asia and uh, she'll be glad to help you out asia thank you so much again and i look forward to us maybe catching up on a follow-up call to answer some of the questions that were coming from this one yes yes well thanks for having me nick thank thanks you. asia i look forward to speaking to you soon have a great day bye we're on a mission to help business owners just like you to get more customers into their businesses and to help you stand out from your competition. If you'd like to find out more about the ways we can help your business, check out our website at childcarebusinessgrowth.com.